Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. Now that your gym has probably been closed for a week or two, if not longer, you might have your feet under you with all of your virtual offerings. However, have you given any thought to marketing? In this episode of Box Talk, I chatted with Blake and Sherman, two gym owners and the founders of Lasso, a sales and marketing company. Both of them are giving their members virtual value at this time, through fitness challenges with donations toward the gym, free virtual community workouts, one-on-one nutrition coaching, and personally reaching out to members. But both are also thinking about how to reach the surrounding community. We dive into why now is the time to market and how to go about it. We also look to the future and what that Philly owner needs to keep in mind once the coronavirus mandates lift. I hope this interview with Blake and Sherman gets you thinking about how to grow your gym even during a pandemic. Well, welcome to this episode of Box Talk. I'm your host, Heather Hartman, editor of Box Pro Magazine, and I'm here with two very special guests, Blake Sherman. It's great to have you guys on the show today. Can you go ahead, introduce yourselves to the audience, tell them where you're coming from and who you are? Yes, uh, definitely. My name is Sherman Merritt, uh, one of the owners of Lasso, and I also own Dynasty CrossFit in Gainesville, Florida. Yeah, my name is Blake Ruff. I'm here in Indianapolis, uh, rainy in Indianapolis today. Um, I'm part of a Lasso framework as well. And then I have two CrossFit gyms here in Indianapolis, CrossFit Dash and CrossFit Dash Northeast. Awesome, you guys. Well, hey, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, It's been very interesting talking to affiliates at this time, hearing everything that's going on. And we're going to we're going to dive into you know, what, what they're going on and how, how their affiliates have been affected by the coronavirus and what they're doing, as well as some things that Lasso, which you heard Sherman and Blake both um, talk about, is doing to help the affiliate industry. So first off, though, um, let's start with you, Sherman. Let's go ahead and talk about, you know, coronavirus. How has that impacted you? How has it impacted your gym? What, what's going on? What are you all doing um, to survive? Yes, definitely. So um, it's impacted our gym. We had to when did we shut down? About a week or so ago, seven, 10 days ago, we got the, you know, we got the call from the government saying in my town, all non-essential business have to shut down. So um, we had people come in, you know, we let them borrow some equipment, We're doing online programming. Uh, we're doing some things in our private Facebook group, just trying to keep people very active because, you know, this is a, you know, this is a new time for everyone, right? So we're trying to make sure everyone still gets value uh, from our gyms, even though they can't really come through the doors right now. So that's what we're doing. It's definitely a huge, a huge change up, right? Like no one was prepared for this really, you know, if you would have told me in January, we're going to have to shut down the gym because of a virus. I would have said, no, like not here, you know, not in the good US of A, but uh, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a little, a little surreal. So, and Blake, how about you? How about your, your um, two gyms in Indy? What what are you guys doing? Uh, how are you still serving your community and surviving through this? Yeah. So, you know, everything like Sherman said, we're doing uh, online classes. We're trying to make them as fun as possible. You know, you see online classes and it's really got to be somebody that's going to be very exuberant. Um, somebody that's going to make it fun. Somebody that's going to, you know, talk to the clients, make sure that they're, you know, just check it in, just asking, you know, I try to start every five minutes off with like, hey, how are you guys doing? What's a good show I should watch? Like just start a conversation to build that community feel. Um, and another thing we're doing to, uh, beyond that is, 
you know, just like this is affecting our small business is we are, we have a lot of people in our community and our gym that own small businesses. So each week we're doing like a little fitness challenge and we're raising money every week on a GoFundMe and donating all the money other than the $50 gift reward for whoever wins that challenge back to the business. So, you know, our, our age group and our, you know, millennials always want to be a part of something um, bigger than themselves and for a cause. So we're trying to help other people in our Indianapolis community and the small business owners as well. So that's something extra we're trying to do that's really been doing well for us. That that's neat. I like that. Can you uh, can you maybe just unpack that a little bit more? You know exactly what that looks the fitness challenge looks like and and how you're getting people participating. I think that's something that maybe some of our listeners could implement in their own gyms. Yeah, for sure. So you know one thing we're gonna do. Um, you know, that we've already started doing, but what we did is the biggest pain point of our communities right now is basically nobody has anywhere to go work out. And we'll talk about this, I'm sure, in a little bit, but we're opening up um, a certain time per day to anybody in the Indianapolis community can log on and do a virtual class for free. All that we asked of them and anybody participating in our uh, fitness challenge, which this week is just three minutes of air squats, and then we asked that they post it on social media. Um, they tag us, so that only helps our engagement, but they also tag the small business as well. And then we just asked that they donate a minimum of $1 um, to the GoFundMe that's provided on in the emails, on our link tree, things like that. And so it's a way to give back and know that they're having a bigger bigger impact on everything that's going on. And you know, obviously the business owner that's in the gym appreciates it so much and they're gonna end up being you know lifelong members because of this. So another thing we're gonna do next week is uh, um, we're gonna try to do um, a GoFundMe for anybody that's lost their job. So you know, we're just gonna say, hey, anybody that's impacted by this, we're gonna raise money for them, kind of pool the money and then divvy it up to those people. Mm. That's awesome. I, I love how you're you're thinking about more than just your your initial box box community you're going beyond. And like you said, we will talk about that. Um, we have some marketing experts on here, guys. I, uh, they have some marketing mm -hmm. stuff that we're going to talk about. So, um, and then Sherman, I did want to ask you, what do your virtual classes look like? Uh, what kind of software are you using? How are you um, coaching those? How how are you making those to the point where people want to come and be a part of them? Yes, so um, sort of exactly what Blake said earlier, you have to bring even more energy now because you're not standing in front of people, right? Um, the technical cueing and all of that, um, it's just different now, right? You can, you know, it depends on how someone has their camera set up, um, if you can give them cues and all of that stuff. But I think that the energy and, you know, the community, for us, we're trying to hold people accountable, you know, calling people, uh, weekly to make sure that they're coming to classes um, if they're having you know any issues and we're also going to do some some nutrition stuff um, as well because now everyone's you know sort of quarantined in we don't want them just you know working out one hour a day and then eating everything in the house uh, for the rest of the time so um, what we're really focusing on is making sure that people actually show up to class and that's a big thing because I I think that now you know it's new it's fun it's exciting so the first few weeks or so it's not going to be a big deal but as it pushes on as this thing progresses a little bit farther how are you going to keep your members engaged um still working out and those type of things right there yeah i know that's been a question posed um in in a 
another podcast episode, uh, how, you know, the novelty of the virtual class and how are we going to continue to um, serve members well when that novelty wears off and everyone's pretty tired of being at home for six weeks. Um, but yeah, so no, that makes sense. Uh, and so kind of off of that too. So, so being affiliate owners and you all actually, you know, talk to other affiliate owners as well and have, have touch points. What are maybe some of the biggest pain points you're seeing right now because of the coronavirus and how it's affecting gyms? What are maybe some of the things that you're like, this is, you know, this is not good. This is what we're hearing from people um, that have been incredible challenges right now. Yeah, I think the main thing is it's for anybody, not just gym owners. It's just the uncertainty, right? Like, how long is this going to last? When is this going to end? When when am I going to have to pay rent again? I mean, there's so many variables of, uh, you know, should I lay my employees off so they can get 70% of unemployment? Should I keep my employees because maybe the stimulus goes through? Um, how do I talk to my landlord if I'm not using the space? I, I think that there's just so many different dynamics that are going on right now that like, because we've never been through this. So, um, I mean, we're seeing, and, and then like, Hey, how do I, obviously, how do I keep my members? How do I keep them engaged? What do I do if, you know, they lost their job? Do I keep inviting them, you know, and put them on just on hold. And so I think that there's just so many different things that are going on right now. And I think that's the, I think that's the hardest part for everybody is just because it's like, it's going back to square one all over again. And I agree with Blake. He, he sort of hit it on the head. Um, the uncertainty is what really scares everyone, right? And I think that is going to, I know people are talking about, you know, the, the effects that this is going to have on the economy. Um, and I know we're talking a little bit offline about this, is that even when things, quote unquote, go back to normal, you're like, what are people going to do, right? Like, are people that cancel from your gym going to jump right back in, right? And I think that's a big thing that we have to watch as we progress through this uncertain time. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's something that I think as gym owners start finding the feet, their feet under themselves again in their business, they're like, okay, like we transitioned online, we got it. I think now it is time. We, we can't just sit back and be like, okay, we got to just ride this wave. No, you need to start thinking about the next wave that's coming, which is what happens after. Um, so I, I, I totally agree. And, and so kind of, kind of off that. So we, uh, so what Sherman and Blake reached out to me um, at Box Pro and they were like, hey, we need to talk about some marketing stuff and some things that Lasso is doing. So first off, um, Sherman, can you just give like a little synopsis of what what is Lasso uh, for our listeners who might not have heard of it? And then we'll kind of dive into uh, what what they're doing right now, what they've seen that help gyms right now, and that can maybe set you up for the future after the coronavirus. So Sherman, can you give us just a brief little synopsis of that? Yes, of course. So Lasso, lassoframework.com. Um, we're a sales and marketing agency, and we really help um, clients focus on the things that they're good at, right? So we're going to come in, we're going to we're going to run your paid um, marketing, right? Because you know everyone doesn't know what they're doing with the Facebook ads, and we're going to help them with the Facebook ads. We're going to help them with their content, all of that stuff right there. And then we're also going to teach them and their staff how to sell right that's one of the biggest things that we've seen um is that most gyms even if they aren't doing paid marketing they're still getting people through the door and selling them but when you have you know coach jim that was a member now he's doing intros that's really not best right because they have no sales experience and stuff like that so we're also training uh the staff on how to actually let people see that we can help them long term get to their goals. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. And then can you guys go ahead? I, I don't know which one of you wants to take it first. Um, but so what is Lasso doing right now? What are you guys doing right now to help the affiliate industry? Um, what is happening on your all's end? Yeah, so, you know, me and Shermaner will be at a story brand with Donald Miller uh, next week. Now it's virtual, unfortunately, because of all this. But, uh, you know, the big thing is we're helping, you know, story brand is all about figuring out what's the pain of your client and then helping them, you know, survive and thrive through the, through a situation, whether it be, you know, it doesn't matter if it's lawn care, like more, you know, like a mortgage, mortgage guy or whoever it is, but there's like, Every gym owner we talk to is like, I need to stop marketing. I need to stop marketing. And and the reality is this is the best time ever in the gym industry to market because you can get leads on pennies on the dollar because there's never been a bigger pain point of I'm stuck at home. I can't go to my gym and I need to work out. And so at this point, now you can talk to these people about, hey, work like I've, I've seen other companies already put out like ad content and stuff like that. but like really it just needs to be heartfelt just like you know i mentioned about helping our community about you know these local business owners in our gym it needs to be the same thing that you put out to your community hey we know that there's a problem we know that there's there you're stuck at home you're stressed you don't have that normal outlet your routine's all messed up hey whatever gym we're here to help here's what we're going to do we're going to provide free at home workouts for a week two week whatever it is um just click the link and opt in and you will have I'm telling you, we've had gyms get 80 leads in two days. Sherman was one of them. I have over 120 leads um, over the last seven days. And those are all people you got to remember when you create value to people, they end up trusting you. So when you create free value and trust and then they engage with you, when this all blows over, you're going to have a massive audience to say, hey, we're ready. You've seen us. You've seen our coaches. You've talked to our coaches. You've talked to me. They're going to come in and feel they want to connect with you and your gym and your business. And they're going to be the easiest signups ever. So I think the biggest gap that's happening right now is everybody like, I need to turn everything off. I need to stop marketing when it's like, this is the time you can build the biggest odds ever. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Sherman, do you have anything to add to that? No, Blake hit it on the head. Um, but sort of to add a little bit is that right now like Blake saying we're just what we're trying to do right now is help the community right we're just trying to help our members specifically that's the main thing our members and then also those people that basically go to other gyms you know they go to the orange theory they go to the big box gyms who can't do the type of online stuff that we're doing and have that type of touch points but we want to help those people so that like Blake said we want to become their guide so that when it's time to go back, they see that, hey, like I really enjoyed what they did remotely. I bet you I'll like it even more in person. And that's what we're gonna do with the, the gyms and the businesses that we're working with. We're gonna go from, hey, these people have been interacting with us for six, seven, eight weeks. Now we're gonna change it over and get them in front of us so we can sell them to join our gym so we can help them long-term. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Can you can you all maybe go into some specifics of like what this marketing plan looks like, what it might entail from a gym owner um, who wants, you know, to get involved with this one, you know, because they might be overwhelmed right now. They might be like, no, I just can't. I'm too stressed out. Like what maybe does it entail from them? What what is what is going to happen to get these leads and to yeah, connect with to members? Yeah, hire us and we'll help them. Vlog, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there I'm you go. You got to create some a, a great post, uh, a good copy that resonates with a person reading it. It's like any book you read, any post you read, 
it's got to talk to their pain points first. Um, then it's got to talk about how you're going to resolve their pain points. Um, we're going to provide X um, for free. All you have to do is click this link and then something that grabs their eye. That's going to be the first. That's just getting their curiosity, but that's just when the work starts, right? Um, then you need a good email nurture, a good sales email to be able to take those people and convert them to, to paying clients down the road. Um, so then they, you need to opt into like MailChimp, whatever up launch, high, high level, whatever you have on the back end, um, active campaign. And then it has to have a good email nurture system to say, hey, how was yesterday's workout? Or a text message that goes out and like, hey, I wanted to check and how'd, how'd you do in those pushups? Or even a phone call, right? Um, because these are the people that are gonna really need it because they're gonna find out in seven days from now, I'm really sucking at doing any of these workouts. I haven't done one. Hey, you know what? We do have this online classes right now that our classes are taking part of. Do you just want to sign up for that? Like, that'd be a great value statement. Um, and they're like, yeah, actually, I would. And then you already have a paying member because, you know, they know they need that accountability. And you just do like a virtual, like we're doing today, a virtual phone call or NSI. Um, and that would be a kind of a good lead way is like, you know, after a week, after they get these free workouts, check in. How are you doing? Oh, I'm not actually doing well or I'm loving it. All right, let's take it one step up. You can just do these more at-home workouts, or you can come join our classes. Um, because the hard part of this is, like we said, is like the unknown. Like we don't know when we're gonna reopen our doors, so like we have to keep nurturing these people for who knows how long right now until we or until we're able to get them in the door. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. That's a good point. Um, and then I am kind of curious too. So because I'm sure I, I can't imagine many affiliates and, and you all maybe included that you've done this where you've never met the person and then you're having them basically join your gym online. You're still never quite meeting them like in person and you're trying to figure out even how to coach them virtually. Do you all maybe have any tips on how to do that? Well, like let's say you get a new member in from this, from this marketing plan, from this, this lead generation, you get a new member, virtual first virtual member. I mean, maybe what's, what's important, what's really key in their experience with you virtually, what, what maybe needs to happen in order that they stick with you because um, there's a lot out there right now in terms of offers and other things so what what maybe needs to happen yeah so um, I'll jump on this a little bit and I think if you're going to well let me sort of preface this with saying um, we in the affiliate community for the most part we aren't going to transition our entire model to online virtual stuff Right. I don't think that's the way to go long term. Now, yes, we have to do it. But I mean, let's be realistic. We really can't compete with Les Miles and Peloton and those type of companies because they already have millions and millions put into platforms where they're doing it for much cheaper. Right. Right now, our members are, you know, basically sticking with us because we have built in that emotional equity and they know what we're doing and all that stuff. But even if we try to totally transition to an online platform, we can't do that at the price points that we charge, right? Like no one's going to pay you um, for, you know, 150 bucks per month for online access when they can get that for someone else for much cheaper, right? And I don't think that the online Zoom type way, that's what something where we're losing, it's totally scalable, right? Let's say you scale this to a thousand people, right? You're gonna have coaches on there trying to look at people on a computer mm -hmm every single day to see their form and all that type of stuff right there. Like, I don't think this is a long-term play, but in the short term, sort of coming back to your question, um, if you get someone in, I think that one is having those personal check-ins. It's going to be key, right? Especially in the beginning, making sure that they're getting that accountability that they're not used to because 
outside of these micro gyms, most people aren't used to any type of accountability. So I think that has to be the major point right now because they're going to be involved in a community, even, you know, even doing it virtually. So that's going to be easier when you know that they're going to jump on the, the 6 p.m. Hey, um, Mike, you're going to jump on the 6 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We're going to be looking for you. And I'll be talking to you in two weeks to make sure that you attended your last six class. I think the accountability piece is the largest piece um, that's going to help these members transition if they join up virtually and then to transition into the gym. So that's what I think. But I don't think this is a long-term play, though, Heather. I want to be clear about that. I don't think this is a long-term play. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that about the Philly industry. I, I would say there's maybe some aspects of this that could hang on. Maybe there is some additional offerings, but yes. I know some and the gym owners I talked to have never been like, yeah, we're going completely virtual. I know some of them have been like, you know, I could see hanging on to like maybe a virtual class for those who don't want to yeah. come to the gym because of finding that. But mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, like we had a lady on, on our class. She's like, I'm a I'm a mom of three. I work full time um, and I go to school. Right. Like that might be. But the other thing, the unknown is like we don't know the length of engagement of this. Like we don't know how long people are actually going to stick with this. And the big thing I'm telling our clients is like you only have so much energy and effort right now. Where do you want to put it into right now? I'm going to focus on my clients. I'm going to build out this campaign. If somebody wants to join in our classes, great. But my main focus is to hold on to as many clients as I can and show them value until until April or May or whenever this blows over and then get them back in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, that's actually a question too, to ask is how are you guys showing your members value um, in this? I know we talked a little bit about, about that in some different ways, but I, I think our audience would love to hear like, Hey, like this is A, B and C that we're doing to show them value. Like that one-on-one touch that, great energy in the class. Maybe, can you guys maybe each give a couple ways that, um, additional ways that you all are providing value to your members at this time? Yeah, definitely. I'll start off. So a couple ways for us, um, it's the touch points, reaching out to members, um, asking them how they're doing because, you know, before, before now, you know, it's really hard to get in contact with people, right? Especially if you're trying to call them, text message works okay, but now most people are available, right? So we've been trying to, uh, call people, have conversations with them, you know, even if it's 15 minutes. Um, and, you know, if you don't have a private Facebook group for your members only, I think, you know, that's a huge piece that you could be missing. Um, for us, we normally, you know, we mainly only keep our current members in there. So we can, so we have direct access to them and we could talk about the workouts and what's going on and all of that stuff. So for us, we're really trying to have that, those contacts with them, um, reaching out to them personally. And we're really focusing on nutrition as well, um, because we know that people are going to be less active in general, even if they're working out every day. So their nutrition has to be on point so they don't come back in six weeks, you know, 10, 15 pounds heavier. Because it's possible, Mm -hmm. you know, being, being, you know, hibernating for six weeks is easy to put on that weight. Yeah. Can, can I ask, how are you doing that nutrition? Is it, is it also like one-on-one following up with them? Is it, are you guys going to do nutrition challenges? What do you kind of have in mind for that? Yes. Yeah, so it is going to be one-on-one, um, one-on-one check-ins. And then we're also doing a nutrition challenge as a group, as a gym anyway, um, to basically, again, hold everyone accountable. We aren't doing it now uh, because there's so much going on right now. People haven't gotten into their new routine yet, but in a couple of weeks or so, we're going to run an in-house nutrition challenge to take people's, you know, nutrition to the next level. And, uh, you know, for us, quick little shout out, I use HSN because um, 
it's seamless when I use them. So, and so does Blake. So um, we don't have to reinvent the wheel again to do that. So we can provide immense value to our clients using that for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nicole, Nicole has a great program. She has a great program. So sorry, Blake, go ahead. No, I think one big thing Sherman said there is like, we're not trying to do everything at once, right? Like nobody likes change in general, like nobody likes the change that's happened. So we're trying to roll out different things slowly. So, you know, one week we're obviously doing the Zoom classes, but if you're like, hey guys, we're jumping on Zoom. Hey, we're starting a nutrition challenge. Hey, we're starting this running club. Hey, we're, you're all going to be in quarantine groups. They're just going to feel overloaded um, and you're going to feel overloaded, right? So like this week we're like, all right, there's some people not jumping on Zoom, but we noticed they're like posting, they're doing running workouts all the time. So we're like, hey, let's start a running club slash challenge. Um, let's all like, who wants to be a part of this? And we noticed because those people that weren't being a part of Zoom kept posting on Instagram, hey, I went out and ran four miles today. So let's see how we can meet the client where they're at. So each week we're slowly running things out, uh, rolling things out to help the client. Yeah, I love that. That's that. That's actually a really good point is like that slow start because I do think we can get very eager. We're like, oh, we have to do everything right now to get it all out. Oh, uh, yeah. But maybe, yeah. <laughs> but yep. that might be too much. So I like that. And then even um, to Blake and Sherman, thinking about after all this, I know we're, we're still right in the beginning of it. Um, how dare we think about when it's over? But I, we do. We do need to. Um, do you guys have any advice, maybe things that you all have been thinking about, maybe things that you're thinking about with the marketing and with Lasso, anything that maybe advice you could give to uh, those listening and, and, and to maybe start prompting some thought of what happens after this? I mean, the first thing I would do is meet with your accountant and figure out how to be prepared next time this happens, obviously, <laughs> um, you know, because that's the thing that's all the gyms and businesses are worried about it. But I think the biggest thing is that you really, you know, the turn rate is still going to be the same. You're still going to lose people this month. And if you don't have people coming in, I mean, your expenses are going to go back to what they were. Um, mm -hmm. So you really need to be thinking about well, what is my marketing strategy to have a constant flow of people coming in um, for for the rest of your, you know, you have your gym. Um, and then also how how can you, what's, what's the funnel look like? How can you really, what's your messaging? And is it clear enough for them to understand? So that's the big thing about StoryBrand is like, if you're not, if you're confusing your customer, like you're not going to win and they're not going to buy from you. They're going to go to somewhere else. And your website has to be, has to be something that resonates with their problem. You know, if you're talking about, um, hey, do you not know what CrossFit's about? And everybody in your area knows what CrossFit's about. They're going to go to the next website that they're like, hey, do you not have enough time to work out? And you resolve their problem. Um, your website's got to be clear. Your messaging has to be clear. You need to be running ads. Like if you're not running ads, you're falling behind um, because everybody else is doing it. And then, you know, just have a good email sequence because people... People are going a lot more on Facebook and Instagram, but they're forgetting about emails. And if, if somebody's opening your emails, they're just waiting for the right time to open it and buy from you. Yeah, I love that. Um, Sherman, do you have anything to add? Yeah, a little. So I think that one of the sort of like Blake talked about, um, you have to sort of be prepared when this is over. Like you're saying, Heather, like this shall pass, right? This is not going to be forever. So, you know, what we're really doing we're really encouraging our gyms to do virtual like you can get virtual sales training you can start doing some stuff because we're going to have people coming into our gyms now that probably wouldn't have ever heard about us right so it's going to be a little bit different it's not like 
your member refer their best friend. So their best friend comes in, like, like that's totally different. That's a totally different sales process. They already bought in, but now people are going to have, they're going to be coming in because they're going to see, man, I saw this, this CrossFit gym, you know, popping up so much when my gym was closed. I actually did a little workout, a few workouts. It was kind of fun. I think I'm going to go check it out, even though I'm a little afraid of it. I don't know if this is for me, right? So if you don't know how to really close people and let them see that you can help them and deal with objections and stuff like that, there's going to be so many people lost that we could potentially help and, of course, grow your business as well. So I say get ready, get your sales team trained so that when these people are coming in after this is over, you're prepared for it. Because that's going to be a big one. It's going to be a lot of new people coming into the gym that will have never come into our small micro gyms. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point that this whole virtual realm offers people who have been afraid to, whether it's going to a church or trying out a gym or anything, maybe even talking to somebody, <laughs> but it, this whole virtual thing allots for this ability to try and with, with, you know, not much of a commitment, but I think people could, you know, be like, Oh, like, like you said, Sherman, I really like this. I really yeah. enjoy doing these virtual classes. Like why not try it after it's all over? So I think you make a great and excellent point that this needs to be happening and needs to be getting out there. And I love Blake. I love what you're doing at your gym, offering that free community workout. Just be like, Hey, we're going to be here. Here's one class. Like come join us. Like why not? This is a chance for people to come try CrossFit in their exactly. own home. <laughs> in the comfort of their own you home. Because you're doing it already. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. I really like that. So um, cool. And then Blake and Sherman, just kind of, you know, slowly starting to wrap up. Um, just you've given such good advice thinking about the future, um, thinking about now in terms of marketing, all that. And, and I am curious if, if there's one thing that you could tell other affiliate owners today, those owners who are listening, uh, what would it be? What, what advice would you give if you could tell them one thing? Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, it has nothing to do with sort of this current situation, but it does. Guys, get prepared, right? Uh, start saving money. Have have three to six months of expenses saved up so that if something like this happens again, you're prepared, right? Like I see a lot of gyms totally freaked out, right? Um, and totally worried, which they should be. I get it. But they're worried, you know, and if our finances are in order long term you know we can get through a few months of not having revenue and not joining new members or not having new members join um it, it just seems like I, I like to say that this this little thing that we're passing through has really exposed everyone's um financial well-being and i think as small business owners it is already difficult for us so you might as well go ahead and make the sacrifice and start putting that money to the side you know maybe you don't get that new rogue rig or whatever you put that money away slowly but surely and it adds up so that when something like this happens you can say hey i'm okay for six to eight weeks right like it's not the end of the world like we're still gonna make it so that will be that that would be my piece of advice start saving your money guys <laughs> save your money so you can uh, have a have a little emergency fund saved up for sure 
Yeah, I'd say the thing, um, the main thing is, you know, thinking long term, like, you know, this virtual thing is a band-aid from now. You only have so much time. You only, only have so much effort. Like you need to put in the things that you're really good at. And if you're not really good at marketing and if you're not really good at, you know, redesigning your website, find people that are so you can focus on the things that you can do really well. I think if anything, this is showing us where our weaknesses are so that we can focus on the things that we can do really well. And having a good marketing campaign and having a good marketing strategy is something that you know, because if you if you only had X amount of members or X amount of revenue coming in, you're seriously worried about it right now because you don't have leads coming in the door where the clients we're working with are getting massive amount of audience to email after this and keep emailing and nurturing to bring value to them. So if you're not bringing value to your community and the area around you, then you know, you're going to be lost behind of people that actually are. Yeah. Yeah, no, both, both great words of advice, you guys. That's awesome. That's just, it's good to think about it's, and you're right, like get prepared. It sucks that maybe you weren't now, but now you can learn from that. And same with the marketing, like showing, showing your holes and figuring out where your weaknesses are, get an expert who can help you. So no, both great pieces of advice. And, and for our audience who's been listening today, uh, guys, Sherman and Blake had great stuff to say about marketing. Um, it's just about offering value to your clients, about reaching the community that is probably more easily reached right now than ever before. Um, <laughs> so do that, do that. It's so, you know, just film a video, get it out there. Um, but no, seriously, Blake, Sherman, thank you so much for being on the show today. It, it's been awesome chatting with you all. And yeah, just hearing, hearing what you guys are doing and what you're up to both in your own gyms and with Lasso. Um, so really appreciate that. So th again, thank you for being on the show and thank you for taking the time to talk today. Well, thanks thank for having you, us, I appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having us. Yep, it was great. And that wraps it up for this episode of Box Talk. If you liked what you heard or you have an idea of what you'd like to hear, let me know by emailing heather at peakmedia.com, peak spelled P-E-A-K-E. -E. As always, thanks for dropping in.